Greetings, wishing you a wonderful day as we share the scripture in the Read Together podcast. My name is Tina Hardy, and I'm a member of Bluff Park United Methodist Church. I currently serve in the role of lay leader at Bluff Park and consider it a great honor. In the district, I serve as the director of lay servant ministries. And I want to encourage all laity to consider the that lay servant ministry offers. On the conference level, I serve as the associate director of lay servant ministries, along with Becky Walker, who is the director. And I serve on the conference nominations and leadership. Another shameless plug, if you're not already involved on the conference leadership teams, there are needs and opportunities for you to share your gifts and your talents. Please look on the conference website and find the, and find the role you would like to serve in. Our scripture today is from Matthew chapter 13 verses 1 through 9 and then again verses 18 through 20. Let's hear the word of God. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into the boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Where it did not have much soil, sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. And then continuing on in verse 18. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what this is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives, but since they have no root, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Our scripture today is one of the more familiar passages in our Bible. I know I heard this parable about the seeds and the soil over and over when I was a child. I heard it in vacation Bible school. I heard it in Sunday school. I heard it in children's church. But the time I remember the most about hearing this lesson 
was when we did an object lesson in Sunday school that lasted an entire month. We had four rectangular planters. We had four different types of soil. And we planted seeds in each of the different soil types. And then we waited and waited to see which soil type created the most beautiful flowers. I must admit, the, the patients required to see the results tested the limits of my fourth grade maturity and would probably still test the limits of my patients today. But in the end, it was worth it. It helped all of us in my Sunday school class understand the But instead of looking at these different types of soil as lost soils, I thought we might look at this passage from a different angle. What if we looked at it from the angle of what type of soil we as Christians have that are nurturing our evangelistic life? So as we meditate over the meaning of this oh-so-familiar scripture, I want us to use it as an evangelism challenge. If you attended annual conference a few weeks ago, or if you watched it online, you may remember the theme this year was Offer Christ Every Day. And after all, if we are intentional about following our call to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world, then we have to offer Christ every day. And so the challenge for us is to look at our evangelism soil and decide how do we offer Christ every day? What type of soil do we have in our evangelism life? Are we like the soil with the scattered seeds where the seeds fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up? In other words, do we just randomly toss out the fact that we're Christians, that we go to church, that we love everyone? Or do we find ourselves saying, oh, bless your heart, or I will pray for you, but then walk away and never invite that person, that group, to attend church? We never lift that person up in prayer. And we many times forget their needs and their struggles. We scatter Christ, which is good, but we don't offer enough depth for Christ to grow in that individual or that group. Perhaps we're the second type of soil where our evangelism efforts are more like the rocky ground, where the seed did not have enough soil to grow roots. It sprang up quickly, but because the soil was shallow, when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered. To me, this may be one of the most common challenges. I think this soil represents the fact that many times our evangelism spirit is there, but our commitment level is our obstacle. We have spread ourselves too thin. We see all of the needs in the world, and we know they all need true transformation. 
and we decide to try to make a difference in all of them. But we end up failing because we can't put in the time and the effort needed to remove the rocks and to build up the soil for any of our ministries. As hard as it is, we have to hear God's call and be intentional and be selective. With God's leadership, we can remove those rocks. Perhaps we'll take those rocks aside and build a beautiful prayer labyrinth and spend time in that labyrinth praying and letting God lead us and guide us. Letting God grow our ministry and then turning that ministry over to new leaders that we have developed. Not carrying the burden ourselves, but sharing and growing others. Then God can take our skills to the next call and help us build the next ministry. But if we try to do it all at once, then our roots can't grow deep enough and the sun will scorch us and we will wither. And if we remove the rocks, we can indeed offer Christ every day and we can make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. But we might be the third type of soil, the type of soil in the parable that is full of thorns, which grows up and chokes the plant. These thorns and weeds grow up because we take our eye off of God and put our eyes on our goals, what we think is going on. Perhaps our ego and our pride get in the way because everything is growing and looking healthy and looking strong. And we think that we built this ministry because of ourselves, because of who we are, not because of who he is. And then the weeds that were always in our soil begin to grow up and choke out our plant. And the next thing we know, the weed is getting stronger and our plant is beginning to die. Offering Christ every day requires us to be intentional. It requires us to keep watch over our soil. And it requires us to lean not on our own understanding, but instead to rely on God to lead us and to show us the way, to allow God to set the goals. Evangelism sometimes gets a negative reputation. We don't want to be that person that tries to scare people into believing. And we don't want to be that person that yells out on the street corner. And we don't want to be that person that people laugh at and they ridicule and they get angry with because they disagree with them. But if God calls us, we don't get to choose where to go. We don't get to choose what the call is. We just have to follow his call. I've often wished that God had email or a texting option. Wouldn't it be nice if he sent us a typed up ministry plan with step-by-step -step instructions? 
and if he scheduled a weekly call with us to discuss our progress and to discuss our challenges. But oh, on second thought, we do have that, don't we? His holy word gives us our ministry plan. And his sacred prayer time will give us the feedback we need. But only if we have cultivated our soil so that the seeds he plants in our life can grow and multiply, yielding a crop 100 times greater than what we planted. The story is told of an old man who was admitted into the hospital. A young man was visiting him every day. He would sit with him for more than an hour, help him eat his food and take his shower. He would take him for walks in the garden of the hospital, and then he would bring him back to his room and help him lie down. One day, the nurse entered his room to give him his medicine and inspected his condition and said to him, May the Lord be always gracious to your kind and caring son. Every day he visits you and shows you such great care. The old man looked at her and closed his eyes and said to her, I wish it was one of my children, but this is an orphan from the neighborhood where we live. I met him one day in the past. He was crying after the death of his father. I comforted him and I bought him some candy. I neither saw him nor talked to him for a very long time. But when he grew up and he came to discover where my wife and I were living, he was visiting us every day to inspect our condition. When I fell sick, he took my old wife to his home And then he began coming to the hospital to see to my treatments every day. One day I asked him, my son, why do you deal with my wife and I and care about us? He simply smiled and said, the taste of candy is still in my mouth. As we find our call, I pray that you will take the evangelism challenge and that the taste of candy will stay in your mouth forever. I pray that you will dream big, that you will follow God's call, and you will take time to cultivate your soil so that you can minister to others, so that you can develop leaders, and so that you can serve God where He sends you. As we have in the Great Commission, remember, we are told to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Go and be blessed. Serve and love. May God's blessings be with you. Amen.